conversate for a few. Hustle, welcome. Man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast 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 Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What are we doing today, bro? Uh, talking about record deals, the industry, the approach, uh, and nowadays in time for artists to try to get discovered or quote-unquote get on, um, the do's and don'ts. Ah, the do's and don'ts. I think we'll probably, how about we get into our perspectives on what it was like, too, trying to get on, so it can be a little bit of compare and contrast, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's... it's different across the eras, I feel like. So I think, yeah. Very different, yeah. Um, I think it might be important, man, to say that this might be the first first uh, conversation in the series that we're going to have this week, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we're going we gonna to talk to a few people this week, man, um, to get their perspectives on record deals, getting a record deal, then versus now, just like Alan explained. Uh, but today, we have the esteemed and... Uh, Long time brother, long time friend, uh, early collaborator, man. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We got big small world on the show, man. It's been a long time coming. Oh man, what up? What up? What up, brother? What's good with it, man? You know what, man? I'm here, man. I'm here to support. You know, shout out to y'all, and I'm just here, man. What's good? What, what you wanna uh? want to get into man we can get into whatever you want to get into brother man that's what's up so you know how we do it really it's a the way we do it around here man this is it's a loose conversation um we get you know we rap nerds so we just really get into it and you know share what we feel about whatever topic we own but before we flip into the topic which is really going okay and uh the music industry on the whole just give give people who might not be with, familiar with you. Just give them some background on who you are. So we don't go through a whole interview because we could be here for hours doing real that. So just give them some background. Yeah, real that way quick, they know who they listen to. You know, Don Taylor, man, aka Small World. You know, um, North Carolina native, Henderson Riley. You know, y'all probably heard me on a podcast before, but maybe never in this fashion. Y'all probably never hear me. You know, just kind of delve into mm-hmm. the situation and, and things that you know, may occur or had occurred in my particular situation. But, mm. um, you know, been in, I was in the music business for a long time. I would like to say that I am the music business. We all are the music business. We make it work. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, from uh, starting with Wyclef Jean, you know, moving on to 
doing uh, business with Ludacris and Shaka Zulu at DTP and, and uh, Shakir and, you know, L.A. Reid, Jay-Z at Def Jam, those, some of the people. Um, yeah, man, and just, you know, through this music journey, you know what I'm saying? Um, if y'all want some insight or whatever I could do, man, you already know. I'm a sponge, you know, whatever I can sure. learn, whatever I can give is what that, it is. That's what's good. That's what's good. So, Alan, man, wait, 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 oh, you want to start? Let's, let's talk about how um, in primitive times, nah, but <laughs> in, yeah. in, in early times, yeah, right? how, how um, <laughs> it, people went about getting deals or how you, uh, yeah, let's start there. Let's not even talk right. about us personally first. Well, I'm going like, to keep it a buck. Yeah. Like, when we were coming up, it was just no hose barred. It was pretty much by any means necessary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Them folks had us dancing, you know, um, twiddling our thumbs. You know what I'm saying? Trying to just mm. figure out, you know, some way in or our best way in. The doors were always closed, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So the picture's painted. Do what you got to do to get in. You know what I'm saying? Once you in, once you on, you on. You know what I mean? So... We did everything from the self copyrights to sending the tapes to you know, talk about it, sending the tapes, mm. yeah, yeah. the tapes, sending all your demos back to yourself, um, yeah. taking those trips, taking those road trips at you know a, a late teenage, early teenage, you know, up to where you would, you know, expect the labels to be or New York or whatever have you. You know what I'm saying? So. All those things, man. Just trying to find different angles, trying to be noticed, doing talent shows. You know, you already know, man. Like, that's what it. That's what it was. Right. You know what I mean? There wasn't. No- so it really was. Mm. So so let me let me let me ask a question. It really was because you know what's funny is I actually forgot about the yeah. talent show aspect. You see what I'm saying? Like I forgot yeah. we even did it. You know I mean we was on we was on two two showcases like you see what i'm saying we was on the showcase at cat's cradle we was on the showcase at uh yeah. the little theater mm-hmm. in, in durham yeah the yeah. carolina little theater in durham and and the, the the winner of those showcases that's what it was you got to perform in front of a and and all this stuff your music got sent up even though yeah. it, it was rigged of course <laughs> but you know what i mean but I mean, that was part of the pro. I had forgot about that part of the process, to be honest with you. Like, damn, performing in front of, inviting fans to perform so you can, <laughs> you know exactly, what I mean? Exactly, man. Like, crowd. you know, just making a show out of it. All of those things, man, were, like, entailed in just the journey, man, and the destiny. You know, those are the things that we were fed um, as far as, you know, acquiring the deal. You know, the, the things you had to do, the steps that you had to take that we right. thought, you know what I'm saying, at the time. That's what it was at that time. I mean, I I feel like we really didn't have a choice. You was talking about another thing you mentioned was taking yeah, the trip. In that road. Uh, as 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 a, for real, for as a production team, we we did the same thing the artists would do. We took trips to where all the yep. labels were at the time, New York, and you you hit the you hit the streets and you sit in front of Def Jam for how many hours you yep. gotta sit there in the dead cold. You know what I'm saying? Waiting to hand your your beat tape to whoever you needed to hand it to, whoever you could hand it to. Um, you did the same thing at TVT. You work your way in uh, to speak to an A&R, pretending like you know her and that you have a meeting with her and you have she has absolutely no idea who you are, yeah. but you made her 
You see what I'm saying? You you get her to come to the lobby so you can mm-hmm. put a beat tape on her hand. You know what I mean? These kind of things. That was it was a completely different hustle. But did you did you did y'all okay? So did I need to know some something chronologically that I don't know, right? And and this is a, this is a, like a friend question, but also a fan question because I knew of y'all before I, I knew y'all. You see what I'm saying? So I knew of Princeton because my my production partner, yeah. AK, was he yeah. grew up with Princeton, right? So basketball. I knew of you through of Princeton. Yeah. Ah, see, exactly. See, through basketball. And and me and AK was fully connected through music. So, you know, it was like I didn't I, mm-hmm. I always heard about y'all. So did you connect with Wyclef before North Click? North Click was always there. Like, it was always a vision that I had. You know what I'm saying? It was always a vision I had. Bro, I was really so strategic with this shit just in my mind. You know what I mean? I I analyzed the game. I was a student of the game. I was a student anyway. I was was young. I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? Basically, so prior to all of Mm -hmm. that, you know, prior prior to Wyclef, I just... I looked at everything. I looked at the. I looked at things regionally, from just like a business standpoint. Like, okay, okay. what's working here? What's working there? Because we we never really had an identity. We never really had a sound. But I knew the music that we liked. And when I say we, I mean North Carolina. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I don't mean to interject, but I got to Alan. Is that not a conversation that we a have? Lot. That's <laughs> an off-repeated it's conversation like, for real. I swear, like we we. We right. had talent, yeah. multitudes of talent, but we we weren't we didn't have a regional sound. We didn't have an nah. identity at all. We were a, a a true melting pot. Some people here, you could be in one part of Raleigh and they sound straight up southern, and you could be in the other part of Raleigh and these niggas sound. Yeah, like that's a fact. And see, the thing is, man, like in, in hindsight, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. I probably say that a couple times during this this. Mm-hmm. Bro, but um, you and me both just like not having an identity quote unquote you know what I mean that's that's BS too because you know we okay. are who we are everybody's who they are in your in your region in your area you're gonna have a certain type of certain type of thing about yourself we just never had nobody listen to us because mm-hmm. we was always kicked at the bottom of the barrel mm. we we the, it's the chitless mm. This is the Chitlin circuit, bro. North Carolina mm-hmm. is pretty That's much a fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the reason yep. why it's so important here is because we buy into all of We bought into everybody's shit. We bought into everybody's shit. That's why I love to see now how we're kind of getting our just due with the artists that's coming up now. Because, you know, time reveals everything. Right. But it's, it's just that time. And back then, you know, we didn't really have the respect that we we're supposed to have because you know the game is to be sold not to be told <laughs> if you get money in a certain corner in a certain that's region a you're not passing that baton to nobody so you got to really scratch and crawl and fight your way in and that's why i think my music was so aggressive you know what i mean and just our, our way of living and proving ourselves was just so aggressive out here you know what i mean not to mm-hmm. get off the, not to get off okay the tangent, exactly not it's not it not nah, it takes me to it takes me to a question I wanted to like it, to something that I want to express about getting on then and and the way we approached it. It was I think something you just said 
really it triggered how I thought about it. I wanted yeah. to get on from here. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It. I don't know if I ever really just expressly said that, and I probably should have told my team. I probably. I don't know if I ever I'm, expressly. I'm glad said you that said that now. To that's my a whole team. Another conversation, but go ahead, brother. But I, I wished I had said it because I think that affected mm-hmm. the way we did things. You see what I'm saying? But if if and maybe they would have been like, yo, hell with what you're saying, we moving to Atlanta. You see what I'm saying? Maybe if I had expressed it, they would have overread, over, you see what I'm saying, overrode what I said. Because it was two, it would have been two against one. But maybe because I don't know. That's just you know what I'm saying, that's just me thinking now. But I know in my heart, I wanted to make it. Because making, because because leaving here and making it a lot of, in my opinion, leaving here and making it does the yeah. same. It dilutes yeah. here. It does. It never yeah. brings the industry here. And without the industry being here, everybody gonna be having be stuck, and they're gonna keep plucking from here and taking it away from here, plucking from here and taking it away from right. Here. And well, it'll never feel that, like it's I from think here. That's- part of what J. Cole is trying to do and is doing, right? Because he, he although he's from Fayetteville, it is. People, and people I know went to school with him in Fayetteville, right? But he got on mm-hmm. when he moved out to New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he is he did the same right. thing, bro. Everybody right. you know right. that was the only way you could right. do it. But he had but he had but I feel like he wanted exactly to here, which is why he brought Dreamville to back to the state, like, and he's doing, you know, I mean, he's seen a lot in, you know, I mean, in this, in the city particularly, but, but just trying to really create a uh, mm-hmm. stamp in the game for North Carolina. Uh, yeah. But he's having to do it in reverse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do think that's a part of it. Exactly. Right. And, but he's willing to. Yep. He's willing yeah. to. That's a, that's a testament to the man. The fact that he's willing to, because a lot of people to ascend to where J. Cole is, Ain't worried about taking right, the time right. to going back. That's where that North phrase Carolina come on. from. Going to get it and bring it back. Because a exactly, but that's you know, but especially the way I feel like North Carolina treats J Cole. Because North Carolina as a whole is one of them places. Like if you're not from Raleigh, we don't right. necessarily treat you like you from Raleigh. You see what I'm saying? Just because yeah. you're from North Carolina, yeah. it's one of them weird, weird, weird things. And and and, and another thing I think is narrative is more human than it is based on where you're from and environment. It's more human than environmental. So when people listen to his, he's more of a world artist than a North Carolina artist. So it's important for him to plant that fag in North Carolina so you can, he can have that, that same credibility foundation as every other rapper because North Carolina hold him down but be a world human rapper. You see what I'm saying? So that's the best of both worlds. So I can see the benefit of coming back and, and bringing that right. back, going to get it and bringing it back. And I, I don't right. think that's why he did it. I okay. just see the benefits. Okay. Honestly, bro, I see it both ways. I can see him sitting in his room. I can see him wherever, you know, wherever he was in Fayetteville, mm-hmm. thinking of these things, bro. You know what I mean? Contemplating. Like I know, I know so many of us yeah. did that. So many of us strategized and had to just figure it out. Had to try to figure a way out. You know what I mean? Or just a way. Right. I'm not gonna say out of here, right. but into the music business, into the industry. You know, um, they make so much right. money off of us. Right. 
they make so much money mm-hmm. off of us mm-hmm. and our our ignorance, you know, and we're at fault for that a little bit because we kind of blissful in that. You know, we love music. We love entertainment. We love to be a part of something in North Carolina because we've never really been like that. You know what I'm saying? Bro, this conversation is going to go all over the place because I've been thinking about what, what some parts of it all day, right? But that that ignorance being blissful, when I was... When we was young, we was doing writers like we was young. We weren't that damn young. We had read all the books. You see what I'm saying? We had read all the books. We knew the information. We had a good damn lawyer. You see what I'm saying? But ask me how many works in the industry we did that were not works right. for hire. Yeah. You understand? Every single damn beat we sold was a work for hire. Damn. It ain't because you just... did us dirty. That's because we were so fucking yeah. hungry and so wanting to be a part of yeah. it. You understand what I'm saying? It, it became a protocol to, to, to sacrifice something. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna sacrifice this to do this. You know, I see the bigger picture. That's what that's why I be right. talking about like our strategizing that that's us what just is. really mm-hmm. having to work with what we had and what they were gonna even give us. The crumbs they were gonna give us, we had to kind of like, okay, how can I use this figure to out to be as yeah. big as take them and the maximize biggest, them? You know. Because we all mm-hmm. want to be the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand? So, how do we right. take that? Yep. Right. Yep. Right. That was a thing then. You want to be the best. If you're going to do it, do it. Right. Do it. Now I think it's different. Yeah. I think it's about being I, the I biggest. I get what you're saying. The, the, differ, the differential in that. I see how you... Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it, it was, if we would... And we didn't even get thought to being the biggest until right. we were the right. best. Well, when you look at when you, when you look <laughs> at the, um, when you contrast the mindset back back then to in the times you're talking about and up to date, like mm-hmm. like the work ethic is different. A lot of the people that may be on now uh, would not have gotten on back then. For two reasons. One, because they may not have had the work that you actually had to put mm. feet on the ground and move around to try yep. to grind and get stuff done. So all of yeah, them don't have fact. the work ethic. Today you can do it in your room with the push of a button and get your sound out and you might get a little might pop a little. So you don't have to work mm-hmm. as hard. Um that's one. Two, like you just made a, a great point, Abe, talking about you didn't think about being the biggest until you was uh thought about being the best see and i was came me coming up under you maker other people my whole goal was yo i'm spitting i got to be one of the nicest at this but that's it's different i was so i was concerned with mm-hmm. content substance and artistry but now it's you know the business yeah. is the primary focus it's not so much about being good at what you're doing i just need to be good enough to pop get my name known and make money mm-hmm. So the mindset has changed, um, yep. you know, between those two. Yeah, I just, yeah, I think the the, the problem with that is, with, with it's, it that lends to some lends itself to something world said earlier. Like we are the most important yeah. thing, being the talent. You see what I'm saying? But when you approach it, when an artist approaches it, approaches it how you just said, they become literally just fuel. For the music industry, right. they don't mm-hmm. benefit themselves at all, but because you're not gonna be, you're not sustainable. Yeah, yeah. Just mm-hmm. doing it that way, you, 
You know what I mean? Like it's it's super sustainable, and you can become, in my opinion, the only way you become a legacy artist is to make Absolutely. legacy music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you're not making legacy music, you'll never be a legacy artist. And 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 with that, your money is yeah, gonna stop chapters, at some point. Man. You know what I'm saying? You got to tell your story. People buy into it. You know, for yep. real, for real. You really got to be that authentic, that you, that friend. You know what I mean? So yeah, you go. Yeah. Huh? Yep. Whatever version of it that people will will take from you on on mic is what you have to be. But you can't go out here and just be. You know what I'm saying? You can't go out here and be really you're, you're not gonna win. Go. You're not because the people are gonna pick. <laughs> like the thing about it, what's so crazy about it, man? And I think what's what's so cool about it is people get chosen. You know, by the people, by the peers and by the people. And down to a T, though, right. like <laughs> the things that everybody would, would like about you, that you know, that you don't even notice yourself. You, you're not going to notice these things because you're just being yourself. You know what I mean? But people are going to pick right. those general few, you know, three and four things that everybody <laughs> loves about you. And they're going to choose that. And that's going to be who you are to right. <laughs> forever. Mm. You know, forever. Mm. That's yeah. a fact. That's, That's a fact. Wow. I guess the key to a record deal or the music industry as a whole on the artist side is if you can figure out what those things are that, that the it. people gravitate to. And if you can figure those out and, and, and artfully present those if it's you. over and over, you out of here. Artfully. Yeah. If, if it's, it's, if it's like, you. Oh, y'all like this? This me, like... I love this. This what me right here. This what y'all want from me. This oh me. my god! Right. It it could work if it's you. It could work if it's not you. It's just gonna be very very limited. Yeah, Buster Rhymes was speaking a about period this. of time. Um, on an interview I seen a while ago on Sway, you know, he just talking about like how you know he wake up Buster Rhymes every day. Like he's not like, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't have to follow a script. He's like, if you got to follow a script, you're gonna run out. You're gonna run out of. You know, pages. You know, yourself, man. It's just it happens. There you go. Involved, so, yeah. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta choose the right yeah. narrative. Right? I mean, you know, it's yeah. You said it right. You have to choose the right narrative. You have to choose what you want to put out there. But it's up to the people to choose what they want you to put out there again. But they, you know what I mean? What what they want to hear from you? Because they're not gonna want to hear everything you got to say. Like. That's a you know hit or miss. You know, hit or miss with certain the biggest artists, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Just starting out, they're not gonna want to hear everything right, you gotta say. Right. Pick what's within the fold of whatever's going on, and then from there you can grow from there. You know what I mean? But that's how that's how it goes to mm-hmm. me in my experience. <clears throat> okay. I wanna I wanna expand on that. Uh but first I wanna get to yeah. Back to the beginning, because I think we, because I think we got, you know, I, we definitely got sidetracked into some good conversations. But I, I, I um, because yeah, you were telling us how you know, strategize uh, from from the from the from the North Click yeah. to yeah, having no having so North Click was no your click idea because I wanted to represent North Carolina, like you know, to the fullest of what. I figured it, it mm-hmm. should be or, or, or would be to compete 
to really compete for that number one spot. You know what I mean? Like, and sure. yeah, me and, and, and my brothers I grew up with, my friends I grew up with, we was always solid like that. We was just always crew. So it was like, you know, all those, all that youthfulness, all those ideas bouncing off of each other, it's just, you're going to evolve and grow and grow and grow. You know what I mean? You're just picking each other apart, building each other back up every day. And we, we actually took that and, and applied mm-hmm. it to just life. With That's why, you know, where we go or wherever we may travel or things of that nature, we just have like that solid foundation of, you know, just knowing who we are and moving that way. But for sure. Yeah, man. Um, that was the beginning, bro. North Click. So, North Click was my idea. So tell, so tell people who was me, in North Click. Small World, producer, Perfect Harmony, rapper. You know, he's also a, a lyricist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, this was in the beginning stages. Like sure. But we, we were kids, bro. High school, we were kids. Um, yeah. I met P through, yeah. I would say his cousin. I used to date, I used to go with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His cousin, um, <laughs> you know, back in Henderson when we was growing up in school or whatnot, in middle school, and I used to go over to his house. I used to go to his crib because they had a trampoline. And I used to go, you know, try to see her or whatever. But we just really became friends. I used to go over there all the time. We used to flip on the trampoline, play basketball in the dirt. And um, yeah. Broly, Broly the King, Papa Benz now, you know what I'm saying, a.k.a. Papa Benz. That's uh, his mom okay. and my okay. mom. Okay. We're uh, best friends. You know, best friends. So me and him, like, we've been in each other's Dude. lives since, you know, five, six, seven years old. That's amazing. It's like, this is this is all shit. I never knew yeah. any of this. I never knew how y'all met. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, see, I all of our of mothers That's were dope. from Henderson. So, you know, because I was okay. born in Henderson. I was okay. Born, we were all born in Henderson. Right. Got out yeah, okay, so so Pete was Henderson. born in Henderson too. I want to say Brolic was born in Henderson. If not, he might have been born at Duke Hospital or something. You know, but you know, because that's right up the road. Right, right. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah man. Fun. So, and I mean, just bro, just being kids, bro, and okay, things just develop. Like I, I started rapping when I when I was twelve. I started rapping. And um, yeah, that's that's what's up. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, that seems to, that seems to be the the age where people pick up the pen for the first time. Like about twelve, where people was like, "You yeah, know what? I'm gonna be a teenager soon, it, and you know, <laughs> I'm about to be in middle school or high school. I gotta have this. You know what I mean? You want the girls? You want the back then that was yeah, the yeah. It won't really like round. It won't no gang banging and all that around here. Like you know what I'm saying? We ain't do that. That was corny to us. Nah, you know what I'm saying? But that that was. Right. Nah, it didn't. It wouldn't even. It didn't even exist when I came to us because if you were Mm -hmm. from, if we knew you was from here, trying to do that, we knew that was you corny, bro. Because that started. Yeah, Yeah, you front like. Yeah, you was actually front. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Wallet. Yeah, really piped down. This is English. What it was saying. I mean, you're right. Around it did. It it was some. It was some. Some uh pyro shit pop right at the end of high school. Yeah, like, like, like what the fuck? Ain't no pyros <laughs> in Rob in Ghana. Like in Ghana, the fuck is but they serious about? now? You tell but me they, remember, yeah, what so, they is now. You yeah. got a <laughs> yeah, yeah, just shoot your <laughs> face yeah, off. Man. Uh, <laughs> again, 
you know, when I was 12, started rapping, and I had actually, um, I we we moved a lot. I was back and forth between Henderson and Raleigh as a child. You know what I'm saying? School in Henderson one year, Raleigh one year. Mm-hmm. School in Henderson one year, Raleigh one year. So moved back to Henderson, and I met this, uh, befriended this young cat in school. We had the same last name or whatever, and um, he was he had a little rap crew. It was him and another cat, and. He was like, yo, we should try to write some raps. He was like, yo, you got swag, man. You can dress like me. You should be a rapper like me. So I was like, nah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I wrote a rhyme. <laughs> we had some beats or whatever, and I wrote a rhyme. Probably was to some Ray Korn or something back then. Um, this is when there were no mix. Like, there were mixtapes, but they were just in New York. So you had, if you had to get a mixtape, you had to get it from, right. you know, uh, the Habibs, but it said, yeah, the, you Freeze know, or Willies, you know, or, yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? so Billy Bill, from the little thing that spin like a wheel, you just <laughs> searching through the tapes. So anyway, mm-hmm. I wrote a rhyme. It was fire, you know. Back then, that's what we called it. <laughs> it was fire, yeah, and, um, for sure. It was just as good as his. Come to find out, he was stealing shit. He was he would go get the tapes and recite mm-hmm. the verses in school and I would have my written or whatever and be, you know, smashing in school. So I moved back, I moved back to Raleigh when I yeah. was 12, 13, the very next year. And I was like, look, I'm rhyming, I'm a rap. I already had my little rap name from the hood, you know, from the ridge, from Cinnamon Ridge when I lived, you know, lived in Raleigh. And, and I was like, I'm yeah. gonna stick with that. I just finally just decided like I'm a this what I, this is who I'm gonna be. I had some other name, and then me and Brolic this every day like we friends every day. You know what I mean? So he was like, "Yo," I was like, "Bro, mm-hmm. rap." You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He was like, "I'm gonna try too." Shit, let's get it. I'm gonna try. You know, I'm gonna try to rap too. And I was like, "All right, cool." So we would just write and practice, go back and forth, and just work on our craft. And that's when I started rapping in school. And then, then from there, I was like, "Look, this is what I'm gonna do." You know, I know. This is mm-hmm. infectious. Mm-hmm. People are going nuts. People going crazy every day. You know what I mean? Like, I'm winning shit. I'm in the club. This Raleigh now. I'm mm-hmm. in the club at 15, 14, 15 every weekend. Yeah, that's, that, that's, I think people need to understand. You yeah. got to say it again. This Raleigh, nah, that's, that's not, not that's not normal. No. That's not some shit you could just do. You could do that in New York. You could do that in places that's really, really, really like that, but that's not some normal nah, shit. Nah, you're not in, in doing Raleigh. that. I was in the club, bro. We was in Iguanas in the Ritz every week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was shaking. We was getting yeah. shaking. And, you know, just, man, everybody was trying to come up there and the block. You know, that was that was the real, the real. Like, if you if you had some, you know, right. some weight about yourself and you was doing something, then you was out there. You know what I mean? And we just kept it popping like that. Right. Where it got around. Right. Met Skaz, uh, Brolic. Matter of fact, Brolic rapped one night for Skaz. Uh, I think it was like a little talent thing at, at Iguanas. And Skaz was like, yo, uh, I got a studio. You know, I'm a DJ. This is let Skaz is a legend. Okay. Let's get, get the facts straight. Mm-hmm. Skaz a legend. Please. Big Daddy Kane DJ. Don't get it. It's, he a legend. Durham, for sure. Bull City legend. He tours every damn day somewhere. So. He uh, gave him his number, and Brawley came back like, bro, we might be on, da 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 And I was like, all right, cool, let's go to the studio. We went to the, we went to the lab a couple weeks later, Skaz called us, and that was it. We did a demo, and, you know, I could go on and on, but 
that's how we got our music. That's how we started standing okay. out. That, that's what we had. That's when we started getting our product. Scaz. I was wondering how it got from mm-hmm. North Carolina to the world. Scaz. Yep. Never knew that. Scaz is definitely a legend. Um, big up Scaz, as a matter of fact, man. Um, need to have that conversation one day. Like, a lot of the legends from here that don't right. ever get spoken right. about. Scaz um, is getting back. He good. Bro. Wow, okay. He's doing, okay. <laughs> he doing good, man. He's a mm-hmm. good guy. That makes sense. Okay. Okay, so what's funny about that story, bro, is the way Brolic met Skaz. And this is this, and I'm only mentioning it because it speaks to the yep. the randomness of like what Alan said. Back in the day it was a lot harder. You had to put feet to the street. You had to put in that legwork. You had to go meet this person at the studio. You had to, you know what I'm saying? Y'all had to get in the lab together. This was a it was a physical, visceral thing. Like, music was analog. <laughs> right. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Even if me might have been recording that shit digitally, at the time, yep. music was still analog. You know? So, you, like, Brolic running in the scars is just like Dallas running into you in the middle of the night exactly. going in and out of a grocery store. It's the same. You see what I'm saying? And recognize, oh, shit, that small world, it's the same exact thing like y'all got y'all music to the world you see what i'm saying based on that interaction just running to each other exchanging that numbers and and one of the ways one of the major ways our music got to the world was bumping yep. into you in the same exact way you know how analog that shit is <laughs> and that don't happen these days right nah it don't have to happen these days it's not even necessary like i could see somebody i like online and fuck with their dms until they be like you know right. what i'm gonna get this nigga a shot right and never have seen this person in person. Yep, whatsoever, bro. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man. So, that part of getting a record deal is something else. But let me ask you, Alan, because I want to kind of go around the table with this one. Back in the day, what did getting a record deal mean? Like, what did it represent to you? Like, Alan, I think we might have oh, lost. Man, we lost him. I think so. We can, Let me check this thing. He ain't text me. I can put. Yeah, there he go. He just text me. I think. I think he just text me. Hold on. I wonder how we lost this for the. But it's good that it went to that point and then I was turning right to him for the question so I can easily yep. same that cut right back in. Yeah, man. Let's see if it worked. You enjoying oh, yeah, the conversation, though, man? This, this, though, this man? is love, man. This is love. Yeah, yeah. Sure. We definitely do this once a day. Y'all been smacking them. <laughs> oh. Okay, my apologies. I'll get back get back on with him as soon as possible. He said the supervisor called from work. He had to sure. take the call. Dope, <laughs> dope. All right. So um, so shit. We just kick it. So what was we? So let me talk. Ask you that question because right. you know I was gonna ask you next. Um, like what did a like back then? What did getting a record deal mean? Like what was 
you know, where did that stand on your list of well, priorities? One thing comes to mind is just a phrase I would say, you know, all the time is I can't wait to get on. You know what I'm saying? Like that mm-hmm. such a big mm-hmm. phrase, like such a big part of my, my thinking process. You know what I mean? Like I've really right. manifested that every day. I was obsessed with making it. You know what I'm saying? I was really obsessed with that. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ever since, you know, I was a kid, I had always just been told that I was special. I was gonna you know, this is what you tell a child who loses his father at two years old. You know what I'm saying? And I, I believed it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I just knew that something was gonna happen and things just started to happen. You know what I mean? Like they did, like, you know, the energy yeah, that you sure. put out there, if you really reciprocate that, it really does come back to you. You know what I mean? Like it's power in yeah, words, that's man. Fact. So that's um, fact. Yeah, it's power in words, it's power in thoughts. So it meant you, everything, you man. Right like about getting that. a record deal, I mean, bro, like career choice <laughs> you know like what better career choice in our community right. in the urban community in in the hood and the trap whatever you want to call it and just being black our culture like what was exalted you know um tap dancing bro dancing for these folk you know what i'm saying by the time uh yeah by the time we were able to you yeah, know come real. to fruition and i don't i mean like me you know you your crew and everybody just in our generation, um, we thought, you know, we had something like, yo, we can do this. You know, whatever this is that people are doing, we can do it. We can really do it. We can make it happen. That's a fact. We didn't, um, it didn't come with all the stuff that it used to come with in the generations prior to us. You know what I'm saying? So we was, we were able to stand on the shoulders of those giants and have it a little bit easier and just be like, hey, I'm going to mm-hmm. give me a record deal. I want a shot. I want to try to give me a record deal. Those dreams weren't even obtainable until right. somebody broke those barriers. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, we had that to stand right. So the confidence was there. And then just, that was, nothing was more than that, man. Nothing was more than music. You know what I'm saying? Being in a video, having your own song, hearing yourself, listening to yourself on the radio. Mm-hmm. It actually... It actually happening, mm-hmm. you know. You traveling, you on flights, you doing all these other like that was the dream. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. That's a fact. I think, and I don't think I don't think people, I don't think people understand it mm-hmm. as as I, I, if you ain't never really set in your heart, whatever, go for it. Whatever it is, I don't give a fuck what it is. You see what I'm saying? Like, I ain't talking about going to get a job, and that's no disrespect to anybody that work every day for their right. whole life and put in that work for their family. This right. is not disrespect to that. You see what I'm saying? But if you ain't, but if you have never in your heart decided, yo, yeah. I'm going we- for it, then you don't, you can't understand what it was like to try to wreck a deal or get yeah. on or, you see what I'm saying? Like, to have somebody, Take a song, uh, uh, from yeah. my perspective, a beat that I made to he- have that turn into <laughs> somebody's music video. That the what? That then they gonna go and take and play it on MTV. So when my mama cut the TV on, there's a chance she right. gonna see it when I'm not even right. there. 
Shit ain't gonna say produced by John on it or nothing, but damn, Bro, it, it don't even matter everything. if she knows. Every phone call you have, every phone call you have changes, changes everything. Every interact, every interaction that you have changes Man. forever. It, 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 it does, but it definitely speaks to yeah. what you're People willing see to that, man. give they gotta up. Respect that. You know what I mean? They know that. Like he went for that, he did that. You know what I mean? You can't take, you can't never take that away from no, yeah. from nobody. Nobody could ever take that away from you. Hell no, and that's a fact. That's that's a fact. I will tell you this, and and thinking from it from that perspective, this is a conversation that my man Nunu, and he and I had years ago, bro. And uh, he put some things in perspective for me, and it wasn't like a. a this may sound like one of the old I did it when I was in high school conversation, but it's not. It's because it's a different perspective, and 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 I think he was kind of explaining it to me because I was like saying maybe we didn't do exactly what it mm-hmm. is that we set out to do. You see what I'm saying? But he was like, he was like, nah, bro, mm-hmm. success is a mindset. Like, there's nothing in the music industry that you set out to do that you didn't actually accomplish. You might not have actually yeah. accomplished it to the height yeah. that you wanted. But if, but if you wanted to do this thing in the music industry, you, I did it. Every single yeah. thing you could possibly do. <laughs> yeah. Real shit. As a music producer, you see what I'm saying? Like I did it. I might not have done it at the height that I wanted to in my heart, but I went right. for it and I accomplished it. Right. You see what I'm saying? And, and I don't think, you know, and I I think like when you said you gotta respect the fact that somebody went for it, you kind of do. I definitely respect it when I see somebody else. It affects you differently when you see somebody else that went for it when they hit the goal. You damn near shed a tear when they hit the goal. You're so happy that you yeah. can see that they went for it and did it. It's easy to cry. For, you know what I'm saying? It's easy to cry watching somebody in a in an interview and you can tell they fucking yep. went for it and now they where they are. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because that shit means you know something. You know? you know where that type of... That energy, that ambition, you know where that Hell comes yeah. from, man. No. You know exactly where it come from. You know exactly where it come from. But it's 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 one of them things. But I think the music industry on the whole, they know that too, and but they pray on fact. us that's because what everything. of it. See, <laughs> man, this you know you already know, man. That's what everything that we do or um, mm. it's, it's a yeah, lot, I get it. You know, yeah, everything that we do, if you I melanate. Mean, you know, yeah, exactly. Is that you know, what like you're saying? You have enemies that, <laughs> bro. You have enemies before birth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a fact. You have people waiting. That's a waiting fact. for you to go. They just want you to go because you're so strong. You're so impactful. You're so influential. You know, you've already done so much. It's in your blood. You created everything. So it's like, you know, the hate is crazy, bro. And it, it just translates into everything. That's why mm-hmm. we just, you know, we go so hard and we take so much pride in, in what we do, what we do have, you know, because we know what things are really about, man. Mm-hmm. You know, somewhere deep inside of us, even though, you know, uh, we're under the certain circumstances we are and just on this planet, in this world, in our blood, bro, is the key to everything, bro. So... We act the way we animated the way we're animated just because we're that simple fact, bro. Things are, things are to progress, you know. We, we take yeah, I get to it. The next level, and we progress them, whatever it is. 
<laughs> Whatever. We extra as hell. You're right. You're right. You're right. But with that being said, I just that's that's the part of it that makes it so upsetting that our love for this thing and our excitement for it is what allows them to glean, even mm-hmm. though we have all that power. You see what I'm saying? The industry still glean from us. Like we like I said earlier, I you know what I mean? Like to no fault to nobody else, writers block music group, every beat we sold to the industry was a work for hire. That's absolutely nuts. Not only to the music industry, but we had several uh, songs that were placed in commercials. IBM, uh, Triangle Rental Car, you know what I'm saying? Several places that were placed in commercials. Those shits were work for hires also. That is stupid. You know, that's that's stupid. But it's not stupid on y'all behalf, though, bro. I I know you want to say, you know, you got to blame, you know, you want to take responsibility as a man. But honestly, okay, cool. You could have. But... The resources that you needed to do a lot of things were just kind of outlandish. Like what it took to do, what it took to do shit. Yeah, you right. Type into a Google search. You could, bro, That's you true. YouTube. You could go to That's YouTube true. and type in whatever you can think of, and they and they're gonna tell you. <laughs> right. And and I'm gonna tell you a different. I'm gonna tell you something else to add to that too. The information was different, and I'm not going. And, and I, like I said, I'm not going front because I was an avid reader of the music industry, so it was, I knew this information. You know what I mean? But there's a different situation because you want it so bad, and the opportunities present yeah. themselves so yeah. rarely. That goes back to you. Understand what I'm sacrifice. saying? That you, that exactly, it'll make you super afraid to pull the trigger on this information mm-hmm. that you know. Mm-hmm. And you see what I'm saying? I'm gonna be God the honest truth with you, bro. I never pulled the trigger unless somebody was outwardly trying to right. fuck me. Now, you see what I'm saying? Like if it was if it was unfair, like a work for hire is pretty much unfair if I played every yeah. instrument on the song. You see what I'm saying? Like I should get a percentage of that publishing. I should get at least, I don't give a fuck. Give me a little bit. You know what I mean? But that's you, need, you I shouldn't have to ask for the 50. You shouldn't have to, but you got to ask for it. If you don't ask for it, it's your yeah. fucking fault. I'm going I'm to say that. How about that? If you know and you don't ask for it, it's your fault. So I'm willing to accept that. And I did that just because I was so excited yeah. to be, you see what I'm saying, on, on this album. And, and the more I give up, the more opportunities they probably going to give me I to relate. be on this album. I relate. You understand? You see what I'm saying? So And, and, and I didn't book until somebody handed me a contract where they take 40% of the profit. I'm like, hold the fuck up. You better get, the, hold on. You better get yeah. out of my face <laughs> completely. You see what I'm saying? Now now I'm ready to pull the trigger. But if it was just, if it was, if they fucked me with Vaseline, I was Pause, willing to yeah, take it. Pause. But I'm just saying, it's just the truth. It's the minute, it, they, that's what the yep. songs is about. You know, just, yeah, absolute pause. But the music industry, it, I was willing to take a certain amount. And I think, that's what gets people into these situations. Yeah, you get into a situation where you have no leverage. You have, or not enough. Yeah. You know, you just... Or, or you're not willing to exercise the right, leverage you, you do have. You don't know how to, you know, move things around and leverage things here or there, you know? So, that's trial and error in the mm-hmm. music business. Um, the thing about the it is. is it's Can always I- kind of new... You know, um, 
it's always like an old way versus a new way. You know, the new way, mm-hmm. the new way to uh, fall on the deaf ears of the people who do the, you know, things traditionally or whatever have you. Tends to be, yeah. you know, that's just business. Don't nobody let go, man. That's just business. Right. So <clears throat> you just got to find. It is. I got. I, you got to find a way. You got to find your way to, you know, get your point across and make it benefit you. Because it's your mm-hmm. material, it's your product, it's your life. Right, that's right. It's your creation. I got, I got. Um, so, about the record deals, right? So, how many record deals did you have? I had one record deal. I had one record deal when I was uh, with Wyclef. His he and mm-hmm. his wife started a management company. Uh, his wife. Uh, at the time, I don't know if he's still married to her, but her name was Claudette. Beautiful woman, awesome, good, kind-hearted woman. She had a modeling agency, her own fashion stuff or whatever, but she wanted to, that was his baby, you know what I mean? Whatever my baby wanted. She wanted small world. She was like, I want this to be, this my baby, I want him to be my artist, please, blah, blah, blah. He was like, he was like, hell yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Let's do it. So, um, that's after the fact they managed, uh, you know, Northcliffe for for a stint. So okay, that was a management deal. But then my record deal came with Disturbing the Peace, Def Jam. That was like my, you know, real I would say first record deal, like recording contract. You know what I mean? Um, right. Clef, I mean, so Northcliffe got the deal. Kind of, was a production company type of thing. It was really kind of a production company, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. But the major just hadn't got attached to it yet. That's why this situation faltered. Because the label, you know, that the right. he was on Columbia and they were a little shaky because of what happened with cannabis. Mm-hmm. They didn't want that I can situation because I had I kind see of that. the same type of energy. You know what I'm saying? So but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um it could be a million things. Who knows? I just know that that's what was told, you know, to me from Clef and just the whole situation that I had to just back away from because it was too much going on. I wasn't really there for all of that. Um, right. DTP, you know, that was a record deal. Um, Shaka Zulu through free from 106 and Park. Um, okay. Shout out to free. That's how my music got <laughs> to, uh, that's how our music got to Shaka. And Shaka asked to have a meeting with me. And um, he wanted to meet us, you know. He wanted a meeting with me and asked, you know, because Free plugged me. And asked what I wanted to do. And, you mm-hmm. know, I laid the cards down. I told him that uh, we wanted a label deal. Um, we wanted our own imprint, North Click Entertainment. All of those things were possible. Um, we had a great contract to my, you know, liking. We didn't have any clauses, none of that ringtone bullshit. We were able to negotiate all the shit we wanted to. Um, and you know, having Shaka Zulu behind you and with you, that that was really a, you know all the power that we pretty much needed. And you know, it yeah, was genuine bullshit. in the beginning. It was genuine, like you know, our relationship was real genuine. And whatever a nigga really asked for, bro. He was there. He really took because niggas ain't have niggas exhausted resources trying to get into this music business. 
And, Who you telling? You know, niggas was just there, bro. Niggas was really there breaking bridges. There was a lot of loyalty, you know. <laughs> before, before that nigga mm-hmm. had security, no click with security. You understand? So, <laughs> all of that, man. It was, you know, you. it was a cool thing. Um, but you know, the way that that, even in hindsight, the way that that was structured, you know, is half of would probably be half of what I could do now by myself or you could do by yourself independently any artist you know um, mm-hmm. but it was cool mm-hmm. I, it was cool i enjoyed myself i had a, i enjoyed myself bro. i mean shit i i, I hope you did because for the little bit of time that i was involved with the situation i enjoyed my damn self so i know <laughs> yeah, you had I to enjoy yourself <laughs> you know what i mean and, and i didn't even get to see half of the stuff that that AK in Dallas got to see because some of them trips I wasn't there or either didn't uh, or I was I got you. somewhere in the I cut. You. you know what I mean? But uh, that shit was amazing, man. It was it was an amazing, amazing run. Time. Um, so much, the moments with y'all, time. you know, recording the album and uh, I don't even know if people know that, man. Like, <laughs> you know, I know they don't know it. Yeah. They definitely don't know it. Right. <laughs> definitely don't know it. Um. Talk to me about that a little bit, the album process. I'm here. Alan, Alan you back on that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. For sure. For sure. Do you have any questions, man, that you, um, because I know we, we kind of got this, this conversation is all over yeah. the place, but I'm enjoying myself yeah. so much, man. Hopefully the people do too. Um, I was going to, I was going to get into just a little bit of, of how, what we did together because I want to understand how what we did together happened like I because I was on the outside looking in at your situation you see what I'm saying so now I understand now what I just learned Alan was leading up to um pretty much leading up to how I think you heard the fact that DJ scan scan right I'm sorry yeah scares I don't know why I did that DJ Skaz uh, was the connection to the to the outer world from right. outside North okay. Carolina, right? Uh-huh. And so then like, the I asked him how many record deals that, did he get. Like, I don't want to, you know, I want to give my brothers a chance to maybe let you know. This is just me thinking. I'm, I want to give them a chance to. Oh yeah, yeah. Do their, you know, versions of this. I'm sure this this is the future holds those stories, but it's a lot of backstory to that, which is really good information, but. Continue on. We continue. I let them have it. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I appreciate that though, because yeah, because I, I I try not to talk too much because I want to tell everything with AK yeah, yeah. and Dallas yeah. too. You see what I'm saying? But that's why I'm kind of I'm asking certain questions, but I don't want to ask too much. But um, so yeah, it was how his music got to the to the world at large. And then I was asking him how right. many record yeah, deals he actually had, right? Yeah. And he was saying, oh, you heard that. Okay, cool. But now let so, me ask um, this. If I understand correct, uh, correctly, the one um, th- with, with, with DTP, that was a label deal, right? You negotiated a label deal. No, what it was is, this okay. is in, in exchange for our, I would say, I'm going to put it in this these terms, in exchange for our individual record deals because I got niggas individual their own individual uh, that's what okay. I was getting to 
That's what I was getting to right there. That's, that's what I was gonna. That's what I was getting to right there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. So, it makes yeah, sense. It's more opportunity. Seemingly, yeah. right? Seemingly, yeah. it's more opportunity. So, yeah. Uh, Shit. If Nelly could have walked in the door and be like, "Yo, I want Ali and Murphy Lee to have a deal right now," would absolutely. he not have done it? Absolutely. Okay then. That's 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 have, the move. Um, you know, with no knowledge of what a negotiation process would be, you know, um, right? We, we didn't have those problems. Right. We really didn't have those problems. Everybody got the same splits. You know what I mean? I, I made sure that they didn't get less of nothing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. to my knowledge, I did because I was asked all these things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, no doubt. Yeah. So. Sh- and you know, no doubt, made sure that we had the the leeway or the uh, wordage, the terminology in our contracts that did not hinder us from acquiring our own imprint and it, it being ours and no one okay. else. You know right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That made that made they sense. They can have a percentage of and, everything that you do, but uh, but you know, yeah, damn right. Our label and us could controlling those uh you know us having creative control of our music and all those things that's that was all us nobody ever did nothing in the studio for us we did all that shit like mm-hmm. outside of the producers that we were inspired by to make the you know the amazing music that we made back then mm-hmm. we did our own mm-hmm. shit bro we ain't have you know no nothing um, that's real so that was that's kind of what I was what I was getting to like when y'all got I didn't understand how it worked cause at, at DTP because I, I my understanding y'all was signed as North Korea. Uh, no, right? we actually were not. And we then, not. We were signed you see what I'm saying? Right, that's what helps me understand how your solo album happened so fast, started to happen yeah. so fast after yeah. Never Before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see what I mean? Cause, cause after Never, now we can yeah, talk a little writer's it. block if you don't mind. We could, yeah, let's get to it. Um, did, Alan, did you hear how earlier how we yeah, heard, how me and yeah. uh, World met? Okay, okay. So it was, yeah, was it was uh, and I I'll run back through a little longer version of that, and it was, and this is just music industry talking how shit go. Um, we was, you know, had a studio mm-hmm. over on Hillsborough Street. And it was late night. Dallas was at, I, I believe it was either Kroger or Harris Teeter, one of the two, yeah. um, on the north side, and bumped into Small World. And they exchanged information, chopped it up, and he immediately hit us with excitement. It's like, yo, we got to put together yeah. a beat tape for world. Yeah. You know what I mean? We like, oh, hell yeah, let's get it. Lynn and Creedmoor. It's, yeah, yeah, that makes sense because he lived over yeah. there. That was that was his stomping ground. God, <laughs> those was the days, nigga. Yeah, it was the days. And uh, he's like, "Yo, we gonna put together this beat tape." I don't even remember how many joints on it, but I remember what the first joint on it was. <laughs> I know what the first joint on it was. <laughs> I remember that. And uh, lo and behold, I've told this story in several like di- different iterations, but every they time we put together one. a beat tape, it was the first. <laughs> yeah. They picked the first yeah. beat on the tape. Was it? Was it just you know me mean? or everybody? And world, huh? Yeah, guys. Every yeah. single time we sold the beat, and I, I was thinking that it was just me. 
but bro, <laughs> no, bro, I think because every time I would get a beat tape, I would pick the first beat. If it, I think producers inherently put the one they think okay. is gonna work first. That means- I know we did the one. The one we thought was that had the like this is a heat rock. If he pat, even if he don't pick it, yeah, he gonna know. Sense. Okay, these niggas got some fire. You see what I'm saying? So we put we what we know was a heat rock first every time. You see what I'm saying? Based on who we were sending the beats to, and yeah, you picked the first beat on the <laughs> on the. Uh, I just I just want everybody to know, man, on the CD like... actually. This ain't this ain't regular, bro. This this is not just some regular running the mill. Like we really do this shit, bro. Oh man, do we do it? This guy, <laughs> oh, boy, do we do it? This guy, man. This I swear, man. Like that shit was incredible, bro. Like I knew, like okay, I'm gonna be okay. You know what I mean? You know, you know the feeling when you when you hit play on the beat tape, mm. and you know you're gonna be alright. Man, I sure appreciate that, bro. I appreciate that as a, as as a as a part of those beat tapes that you was bro. getting. I sure appreciate that, man. Cause, nigga, you locked in with us, dog, and we was so appreciative of that. I mean, you didn't have to do that shit, nigga. You could have came and got a beat and dip, but hell, nah, son, you locked in with us, nigga. I'm talking about it's times where I'm I'm just making a beat for the day. This is what I do during the day is I make beats. And I'm making the beats and world open the door, come in the studio and be like, yo, what's that? I'm be like, shit, nothing. I'm just making. He'd be like, yo, cue that up. And go <laughs> straight in the booth and yeah. murder this shit. Like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? I ain't even finished the beat yet. Now he literally locked yeah. in with us, dog. You, man, that shit was beautiful, though. I mean, it, it gave us a, we were confident, don't get us wrong, but it gave us a level of confidence to know that we was working with a show enough professional. Cause when you step in the booth, nigga, you, I done been in the, I done been in the lab with a lot of people, dog. And I know I know a professional when I see one. And you definitely a fucking pro. That, like that bro, shit man. is phenomenal. Like phenomenal. Outside of talent, which is incredible. This nigga's a pro at that shit. Like, okay, he got it. Like all I need to do is press the button. Have made the beat and press yeah. the button. You know what I mean? Like real shit. So that was, it was beautiful, man. Like, yeah, we locked in. I don't even know how many we did. I know how many made the album, I but I don't know, know how many. Wait, how we many did. made the album? Like three, five. Oh man, five. Cause I did. Oh, nigga, you picked intro. five. Nigga, <laughs> you gave us five, son. You nigga, yeah. we got paid for five. Do you hear me? You helped us. Word up. You helped us, bro. You paid the rent in that fucking spot yeah. for a while. Me, yeah. That's music industry shit. You feel me? Yeah, get my we niggas their money five. now. That's why I was on that. I was on that, bro. Yeah, like that shit we was were, real. You know, when I was away from yeah, y'all. Yeah, that shit was you real. Know, we was narrowing everything down. It's like, duh, these are for sure. All of these. Just go ahead and cut these. This is on there. You know? Bro, I don't, I don't know if you know. But I don't know if you know. But if a motherfucker starts your album from the top. The top, the first yeah. words they hear is writer's block. Before you said a word, nigga, you had the tag on the album. I was yeah. like, come on, I man. How much love is that? All of them. Like, you know what I mean? So, I, I, <laughs> you can't have it on there. They were, too. You yeah, put them on all of them. Yeah. 
you know that that intro I had that had uh, people can hear this music. Yeah. The ones that won't on it, the ones that won't on you said it. <laughs> the ones that won't yeah. on it, you said it. Like the jump with freeway, you said writer's block yeah. on the at the beginning yeah. of the song. Yeah, because I won- You said writer's block as much as you said DTP on that shit was crazy, nigga. And I know I, I just wanna put I I want to tell you how much I appreciate it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna extend that for uh, AK and D-Boy, likewise, bro. Because I sure. just that I I really embodied this North Carolina shit, bro. I wanted to. I, it was us. I knew that we had the best talent. Period. You know what I mean? I knew that. Okay, yeah, for sure. I got this. This is all I need. Give me these beats. I'm- yeah, yeah, and you had knife you on know there. Million dollars, like. Yeah, I did like a couple Hell yeah. Like ninth. I might have did a joint with ninth and Chief Moses or something back. Like, I don't even man look. Ninth. Came out because of yeah. I'm sure, we about to get into that. What, yeah. what happened? Like just the music business and how things could take a turn. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, man. I feel honest. like we should. I feel like Alan, you got questions. Yeah, about I'm, that I'm very interested in um, what you know what became of the project. Well, you know what led to the project not being officially released. There was because I think this get may. I, uh, not to cut you, but I think this may be tied into um, possibly some of the politics that goes on in music business with having a deal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it does. Well, yeah, uh, just like speak to that, like kind of tell us what happened with the project not officially coming out, like what happened. So there was a merge. Hmm. And, every, and everybody oh, in the music God. business, you know, at that time, people that are giants now that's still standing, everybody was affected by that merger. Diddy, Jay, fucking, you know, the Rockefeller breakup came out. Mm-hmm. Um, bro, every single person, bro. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. It was kind of like, you know, a baby coronavirus that hit the music business. You know what I'm saying? It was like everybody was... Mm-hmm. On quarantine shit, people were fired. Like you would go to the office, and everybody that was working on your project the next day were gone. Damn. You know what I'm saying? And that happened mm-hmm. to the entire music business. So a lot of the acts now, like classic acts that you know, you see all these playlist battles and all that stuff going on right now. A lot of these songs that these people, the writers wrote from a lot of these artists that aren't even charting these days. They a lot of people got caught in there. You know, and only the juggernauts mm-hmm. that had relationships and leverage were able to sustain. Even the whole label took a hit. The whole DTP, Ludacris, everybody took a hit. You know what I'm saying? So it was like a thing where you had to kind of mm. back out with what you had until, you know, uh, springtime came and the flowers started to bloom and, you know, niggas started to see some air. And then you could, okay, reassess things and see what the music business was doing. But there was a change soon to come in the music business that, you know, around 2000, 
six and seven that nobody that was actually working mm -hmm. in our, I would say the urban community of the music business was really prepared for or knew was coming. And the digital era was coming. That's why they shut everything yep. down. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> like the digital era was coming. So our hip hop is the most consumed, I would say, uh, listen to, you know, genre of music, hmm. period. So they were trying to yeah. figure out a way, mm -hmm. in my opinion, to keep the money. You know what I mean? Uh, with these new changes. And, and they I did. Think the changes came because of the money and power that the urban community was receiving. And not a lot of people are really going to tell y'all this, but I know what happened. You know what I'm saying? I was there like... I talk to these people. I've, you know, I've been in these these rooms with these multi-millionaires like for years. You understand what I'm saying? These these juggernauts, man. I know what happened. You know, so they shut everything down, bro. But it only really happened to our music. Our music was the only one that was affected by it, and it's just a way to monetize everything and keep it from getting out of control and out of hand and keeping the power in certain people's hands and out of certain people's hands. You, you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. that's just what happened. Hell yeah, I understand what you're saying. This affected everybody. All your favorite we, artists, we, everybody. Everybody was trying to figure we out. We talk about. So instead we of. We talk about like, the I labels had already going been in the, from. Me personally, I had already been in the music business for some time. Uh -huh. So that just kind of. I'm not going to say it knocked the wind out of me, but it was just like. I was tired. You know what I'm saying? I was just tired of like the politics right because i had done i had already done so much and then i lost the love it took all the love out of everything for me it just it mm. just knocked up yeah sound just like, like you know i was just, sound like lupe it just mm -hmm. took the love out of it for me it was it was sound more like mechanical than organic you know um i started to kind of see what was really so, going on i started to see how fake niggas was how how it was just like this mm -hmm. big show like Nothing was really real. Everything was a play. Everything was super fake. You know what I mean? So I would to save me from you know altering my life in a bad way by stepping on someone or a people, which is what a lot of people did, mm -hmm. then I bowed out gracefully for some time. You know what I mean? That's just what I did. I just took mm -hmm, like a, mm -hmm. a little hiatus because I had to really kind of figure out like what I wanted to do. Like, do I want to live my life this way? Do I want to be a snake? Right. Do I want to be like what did DTP you know, that do? That type of person, a leech or whatever. You know what I mean? Like because that's what the music right. industry was full of prior to that happening. It was a lot of fugues, a lot of sell right. you the dream type of thing. That's why I feel like now it, it just, we evolved. Things just had to evolve into a place where like things are more independent. The people can choose you. If if you make, if you have a good product, you can sell it. There's a platform <coughs> to do that. With anything, bro, if, you, if it's bagels, <laughs> you could do that. You know what I mean? But if, if you're a great, gifted, you know, music artist or whatever, you could do that as well. So... But that that's what happened at that time. Like at that time I was just like, yeah, you know the, what? The I'm only problem 
So let me the just. The only problem now. Fall the only back problem now versus. Take a look you. in the mirror because I was starting to change. I was I was Maybe turning into this dark, 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 dark person, and I ain't want that for myself. Know what I mean, I ain't want that yeah. for myself. I could have went that route. I see a lot of people did, a few people did, and that shit ain't working, and it ain't worked for them. Trust me. You know, I got my sanity. I got my clarity. My family's good. I'm I'm doing good, bro. You know what I mean? And I just, I couldn't, yeah. I ain't want to deal with that no more. You know what I mean? I ain't want to send my soul yeah. somewhere other than where it should be, you know, to an exalted place, you know, behind some slime. You understand? And I, I just didn't want to yeah. do that. Um, but, you know, that's just what happened. It was a merger for a lot of those political reasons, bro. And that's why people were hit really hard. Like the industry was hit really hard. You know, that's why you got people doing liquors now, alcohols, you know, like, you know, these big names, you know, like these people doing other things, getting their hands into this other type of corporate money because the resources for our music were, that plug was pulled. And I mean, for real, like it was really pulled, bro. But yeah, so we, we got your answer to that one. Now I had I had a question. During the during the merger, how did you get I don't know if you you know what I'm saying we can cut it if you don't want to answer, but how did how did Luda and Shaka respond to the merger specifically? It was really weird. Like uh, first of all, me and Chris, me and Chris was cool, but we weren't like best friends. Right. And, um, I don't know, you know, I don't think he just, you know, I was crew. Me and my niggas, we, we, you know, we crew. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know if he kind of grew up like that. I don't really know. You know what I'm saying? But he was cool. But Zoo, like, the specifics from him were there's a merger, people are getting fired, budgets are being cut. We don't know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, so what do we do? You know, and he was just like, we just, you know, it'll it'll turn around, everything will be all right, just wait on Def Jam, you know, they got to clear this, they got to clear that, cut the check for this and that. They got the money, they got the budget, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's protocols, paperwork, you got to release, release certain things, got to release certain budgets here and there. Cool, this is around the time where my video was, had debuted on 106 and Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Magnificent. Right. Okay. So this is what, 07, maybe 06, 07, something like that. Um, yeah, so this is around that time. This It's go time now. Damn right. You know what I mean? Like, my shit is out. It's go time. The album, you know, pretty much got a date. I done my photo shoot. The artwork is nuts. You know what I mean? I got all my producers paid. Like, it's time to go. Yeah. Um, my, my video is number one on the 106 and Park website, you know, ahead of like Mariah Carey, we belong together, but lean back at the time because mm-hmm. North Carolina, because North Carolina takes care of their own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They was voting crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Requesting right on the radio, all that, like it was pandemonium, like for me. Yeah. Hell yeah. So you can imagine, you could probably hear it in my voice. You can you can imagine the frustration and the conversations or uh, 
is <laughs> the directions I was taking on them phone calls or in the office. Hey, you know yeah, yeah. Just trying to figure out what's going on to see what was shaking. So nothing, just nothing was transpiring, bro. Everybody was trying to figure it out. Everybody on the label was disbanding. You had like, you know, uh, shout out to Field Mob. You had plat- platinum selling group, platinum selling yeah. group, and mm-hmm. on the label currently at that time, play a circle. You know what I'm saying? They went gold like they had the biggest single of the summer, like sure or did. Whatever. Wow, God, like, yo, I remember banging Duffel Bag Boy on our last trip to go see you to the A. Bro, like you, you can't imagine the momentum that niggas had, and come I, on, like you damn. know, you know what the word on the street was. The word on the street was, you know, world is coming. Like this yeah, nigga for right sure, here, for it's sure, it. for sure. Wait, wait, it's come. You know what I'm saying? My, I was the grand finale. We was about to put out a bro. We had just did another compilation. We had just did a whole nother DTP compilation, and I'm on. I was out of twelve joints. I was on top six. Mm. Mm. And yeah, murder. That's a that's a that's a that's like that's how Jid showed up on yeah, the street. Like, yeah, right, right. That's what I was about to mm-hmm. say. Clean bodies. Yeah, clean bodies. Clean bodies. <laughs> so, think singles, everything. I had the first singles on it. Celebrity, celebrity chick was the supposed to be the first. That was the first single from the compilation. Right. That really was that. You know what I mean? That really was that, bro. This is me being frustrated after having meetings with Jay Z. Him and L.A. Reid telling me, yo, whatever you guys want to do, we love Small World, this is it, we love this music, this is the single, no, could this be it, this could be it, me meeting with all the DJs in the world, me, you know, buying these niggas Benny Hanna's with my budgets, you know what I mean, doing all this other shit. Wow. Yeah, shit. I'm on K-Slay, you know, I did Green Lantern, um, I mean, I'm just going, and this is me rapping, though. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I'm going there. I'm going ape shit. You know and, it. You know, it was just that time. And um, it's just, man, it was crazy to just see it all transpire and unfold like that because it was just a shock to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. For a while, everybody was just in limbo. You got to think about it. Like, I went from having, shout out to Quit, uh, guy named Quit Digger. But I remember having, certain people man certain power players bro that work for disturbing the peace these are people that have been in the music industry these are people that were like a and r's for major labels that were you know that were kind of getting a check from dtp come you know what i mean uh mm-hmm. marketing geniuses you had people that just were like embedded in this music business you know what i mean that yeah. couldn't get fired that couldn't go anywhere that didn't know what to tell you mm. so and this is right on the cusp right before YouTube starts to pop. and uh, Yeah, damn sure was. Yep, right before Twitter and all that, like right the year of or right before. All it's like, that. yeah, the year, the year, it's literally the year before Twitter. If I'm not, it's the year before Twitter and it's actually the year or two before Drake pop. Exactly, which is. Because you put me on the Drake. Right. Because me and Drake music was so similar. Yeah, because you was singing. Yeah. Yeah, you was going for it on some of them joints. Shit. God, no. Patience. Yeah, uh, nigga. I, what? But you don't understand. It's like, when you said, okay, 
L.A. Reed, Jay-Z, these niggas bless the music and say, okay, you the one. Let's go. Right? Yeah. yeah. I'm hearing, what I hear is that the narcissist in me hears that Jay-Z and L.A. Reed said writer's block music was a go. Nigga. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I understand, you know, that's, it's the same thing I felt when we was in L.A. and Carl Kanai came home and said, I just left Dr. Dre and I let him hear everything. And he said, I got some. So you telling me Dr. Dre just, everything we, everything you let him hear, we produce. Y'all ain't got shit that we didn't produce. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And Dr. Dre is telling you, y'all, you, you got something. I'm something, nigga. Now, you, listen, you got you know what I mean? so, you got certain certain people, bro, that can stand on that. Like I can stand on my talent. Facts. You can stand on your Facts. talent. It doesn't matter who's in whatever room. Like you know what's gonna happen. As soon as you hit play, you know what's up. Yeah, so, it's gonna be so. You're gonna go in there humble. You're gonna you're gonna do your little one two. But you know once once that play button is hit. It's a problem. Let's go. Because because you know why? Because they're they're doing that. They're like, oh shit. Oh shit. All of their fucking wires are tweaking. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Everything mm-hmm. is going off. The energy is going crazy. You can see the you can see the fireworks. Yeah, it's that's, that's a fact. Crazy, bro. It's like a dope fiend hitting it. For real, bro. Like it's like a fiend hitting it, hitting that fire. Yep. And and lighting up. Yep. Like, it ain't nothing like it. It ain't nothing like it. Ain't nothing in the planet like it. It ain't a woman that can make you feel like that. It ain't a. It ain't a, a drug. It ain't nothing like it. And Alan, you know the feeling when you know you got a heat rock. Yeah. Know? Like it's. It is. It's like literally taking a needle and sticking that shit in your arm, and can't nobody do it for you. Right. That's the thing I think the music industry. That's the thing I don't think people get from the music industry. I don't think people understand that. Everybody's so pacified, bro. It's it's everybody's spoiled now. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of I'm not even gonna really say that. I just think that like it's it's an evolution, it's evolved. Um it's not I don't know. It's just I don't think it's more so it's more or less like shock value now. Mm-hmm. Ratings, you know. Yeah. Nobody's really sitting with nothing. It's a it's hashtag season. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. If you can create a quick little movement for a summer or you could take over a little space, you can get a bag, but it ain't necessarily gonna ain't yeah. nobody it, it, it's not a lot of sustainability being built into the game. Yeah, um, it's a it's a lick because they monetize everything. Right. So, yeah. Which is good and bad, but I had I had asked you a question, world. I wanted to ask Alan. Um, yeah. So like, and it's going all the way back. Like back in the day, I asked, "What does, what did like the record deal or getting a record deal mean to you?" Oh, it, so back then when I was like so called trying to get one, <laughs> uh, it meant it meant everything. You know what I'm saying? It was it, it meant everything. You know yeah. what I mean? Like everything. Yeah, for sure. You, know you, I mean? you said so-called trying to get one. Why you get one? You don't think you Be, threw everything because, at it? 
No, nah, no, nah, I didn't. And and because it was uh, because I was ignorant. Like I didn't know the you know the exactly the right way to approach going about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you got to understand. I actually sent a TDK ninety minute cassette tape. Like, I sent my demo to Columbia Records in the package. <laughs> <laughs> With a left, <laughs> like you know what I mean, and I sent it to Columbia because bitch, you, know you I mean? went I for it. To be on Hold on, let me, don't you ever tell somebody in life you didn't go for it? <laughs> don't you ever in your life tell another human soul you didn't go for it, nigga? You went for it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah, did, yeah, you did everything you knew to well, do. Yeah, so I can say that I did everything that I knew, but it was so. Then later on, looking back. Of course, right? Hindsight right. 2020. Like, it was so much more that I didn't know that I could have done. You know what I'm saying? Me too. Damn. Even, like, me too. There's, there's, there's tons of things. Like, I look back and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I can hear you. I, there's things I look back and I'm like, yo, I could have did this better. I could have made this decision. I could have been more of a leader here. I could have did this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because we, we eventually tried to do the independent thing. And you see what I'm saying? But, like... Yeah. It's fork in the road situations, I think. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't know. It's all, it, it, I don't know, man, but I feel like your answer was the same as ours. It meant everything. Yeah. Like, getting I mean, you on. You wanted getting on. You know what I mean? That's what we call it, getting on. You wanted to get on. Yeah. yeah you wanted definitely. to get on. And you was willing to, you know, kind of take whatever came with that just to get on. Once you got in, if you were smart, you knew that, okay, you had to build your leverage. You know what I'm saying? Shit like, yeah. And you know, this is music industry talk 101, I guess. <laughs> yes, yeah, I hope. I hope. I hope it is. You know, I, I I know it is, but the thing I keep going through, going back to in this conversation, is how much I was willing to give up. And if I was willing to give up that much, and I wasn't in no desperate situation. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like I I had a job. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't in a desperate situation. I needed the bread, but I wanted it so bad that I was willing. So I imagine you got a kid that's in a desperate situation and they want it as bad as I did, as, as you did, and as you did, Alan. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Like, they going to get screwed. Oh, yeah, for sure. Today? They, for sure. It, it, yesterday. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, music, in, what is it, record industry rule number 4,080. Yeah. Record you know what I'm saying? Shady. Yeah, record yeah. company people are shady. Yeah. Like, that's just the that's just the rule. So, yeah, man. I, don't, I don't know how we, I think the only way we really prevent it now is, is to do it yourself and not really go to the labels for everything. Yeah, do it yourself. Um, I encourage everybody to do it yourself you know like you'll know when it's time to sign to a, a label you'll know what you need you'll know you know um what you can use to negotiate what or where you know what i mean like you'll know where to put those yeah. puzzle pieces in like and that's business that's the best way to go about business anyway when you mm. look at yourself as a small business a brand when you're growing yourself in its way you know it's trial and error it's things that you got to move around. You got to move money around to make the next play here or there just to grow the business. You know what I mean? So right. you, it's just, it's that, you know, and that's yeah. a beautiful thing. You know, that's why everybody preaching ownership 
And, you know, especially with the streaming and, you know, these advertisers paying all this money, it's, it's good for you to own whatever you're doing. You don't really want to, like, lend it out to somebody unless they really nah. want to give you that leeway to really... That real bread. You know, short-term contracts is with you. If you're going to do a deal, it better be the shortest deal in your life. You better be looking at it like, okay, this is exposure, you know. Absolutely. They might be trying to put my album out. They might be talking about this, this, and this, but I'm going to use this opportunity to reach this demographic to reach these certain amount of people. That way I can get this revenue stream guaranteed from these people that are tuned in for this. You understand? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what mm-hmm. it is. That's business. You know, the game is to be sold now to be told, man, y'all going to see a lot from us in the future. <laughs> But that's a fact. But you know, honestly though, you know what I'm saying? And I think Yeah. That's just what it is, man. Like back then, it was really like a rat race, you know, anything that was involved in our community and what we just wanted. We had to work ten times harder. That's why we was taking drastic measures to do what we had to do to get to where we had to go with dignity, you know, mm-hmm. with our motherfucking pants still up. Facts. You know what I mean? Able to come out of that yeah. unscathed, you know what I mean? And still have opportunity fresh, you know, freshly awaiting us and respect, you know what I mean? So, hey, man. Yeah, that's real. That's real. I think <clears throat> I think it's uh, I think conversations like this are, are, if if people take the time to listen to them, especially younger artists and producers, or whatever. If they take the time to listen to them, they'll understand. I think they'll be able to understand the passion that we're talking with, and that we wanted it as bad. And hip hop meant as much to us as it does to them right now. Or you see what I'm saying? Being on meant as much to them meant, meant as much to us as it does to them right now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's easy to take a person's advice if you know they at least felt how you feel. Right. 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 You know, so and, and with that being said, like ownership and the record deal is, I think, was was more important to us then for two reasons. One, because it was super necessary to get from your hometown to the yeah. world. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You needed that vehicle to get from your hometown to the world. I wouldn't give a damn if your hometown was Brooklyn. You still needed that vehicle to get from your hometown yep. to the world. Um. The other thing, though, is that shit was looked at like winning a championship from your neighborhood, your yeah. high school championship. You see what I'm saying? No, that's a fact. That's going to the league. That's getting. That's going to the damn league, yep. baby. Right. You it's might not do shit when you get yeah. to the league, but you made it to the league. I've been to the yeah. league. I've been. To- You've been to the league. You see what I'm saying? Like it is what it, it is. Jeruz had a better career in the league than I did, but that nigga been to the league. Yeah. I- yeah. And them. You understand what I'm saying? That's just that, but it's that's what it was. That's what it was like. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's really what it was like. And for the people in your town that knew your ass was in the league, that's really what it was like. Yeah, man. I, I Tom Brady, a lot of them, a lot of them records. I, I, I put up. Hey. I put up, I put up 50, 60 on the. Come on with it. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you, boy. Nigga, you was hitting three pointers and getting fouled on some of them records, boy. Nigga, hold on. I just for the world, I need people to understand. Like I heard Freeway rap on one of my motherfucking records because you. Like I got a record with Freeway and Small World, not I. We, 
Riders Block Music Group has a record with Freeway and Small World that you can go on the fucking internet and buy vinyl for right now. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That shit means something to me. Bro, yeah. it did something to me recording that record, bro. The whole process was crazy, bro. Like, that nigga didn't even... I don't think that nigga wrote nothing. Really? Yeah. Like, he ain't right. I don't think he wrote. That shit was crazy <laughs> to me. I was like, you know what? My niggas is not gonna be just doing that. this. Not like I'm about to do this. Too. <laughs> like, let me learn. You know, but yeah. Oh. Freeway man, good dude, genuine dude. Shout out to Freeway man. Yeah, the boys said they got to meet him and see y'all perform that song down in the A. Man, I didn't make that trip. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. That's one of the ones I I I, I don't have no regrets in life, but I I wish I had went on that damn trip. Bill. I don't know what the hell I was doing or where I was at. In North Carolina. Somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Just in your own head space, probably. That joint. You know, I'm going to tell you the God's honest truth, bro. I think I was actually in Atlanta. I was just somewhere else. I think I was I think I was there that week. You might have been, bro. Because... Yeah, I think I wasn't with, I mean, I wasn't, I'm talking about I wasn't with Dallas or AK or nothing. I think I was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't on, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't locked in like I should have been so I think I missed that opportunity. Yeah you was you was a little bit more like reclusive back then cause <laughs> I really you, had to to <laughs> you know what I mean? Like back then like you was on some grown man look I got responsibility if it worked it worked you know what I'm saying you was just <laughs> but you man and you know what's funny is I, I I was I was reclusive I wasn't about my responsibilities, though. I was batshit crazy to the wind trying to get in the game, so I wasn't paying my bills. I wasn't doing shit. I was, <laughs> <laughs> was wild. Um, but I felt like music was my responsibility, so I understand what you're saying. Like, it was... I was locked in on it, and if I wasn't about no whole bunch of partying, I wasn't about no whole bunch of games. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's yeah. get to it. Uh, yeah, man, I sure appreciate. I got one question though, because I told somebody this. You remember, man, we was on the way back from Atlanta. You rode with us. And you opened that can of sardines in the car, dog. Me? Yeah. Shit out of him, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad, then a motherfucker. I was like, this nigga is eating these nasty ass, sick ass sardines in this car. On the way. Bro, had to have. Had to have bro, them too, I dude. I was I'm like, wait, like two thirty then, bro, something like that. I was clunky nigga back then, boy. I was boy nigga. You talking about like things in the studio, dog? Every night. That shit was hilarious. I was like, I can't believe this. Sardines, sardines, nigga, in the car. Nah, boy, that shit was funny as hell. Uh, but yeah, man, that was a, that was a good times, good times. Feel the man. back on y'all niggas. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I was telling oh, my girl about that shit. It had to be a month ago. I was telling her about that shit, but we sat there and laughed so hard. Why the, why the sardine can shaped like a hockey ring, though? <laughs> it, it is, though. It is. It, it is a miniature yeah, hockey funny. ring. That's Oh man, you got anything else you want to ask though, Alan? Um, no, um, well, I, I did want to know throughout your um the time that you was really, really in in the industry that, and you had your deals, did did any of the relationships you built um do you still have any of those relationships like carried on over 
even you know afterwards well i'm gonna say it like this i'm not a i'm not an industry person you know <laughs> um acquaintances you know potential friendships things like that i like to say respect yeah. when people see me i get that you know what i mean and that's all mm. i can really ask for you know um as far mm-hmm. as like a business relationship right. in the music business um i'm sure i still have those i could call people you know make connections and try to connect the dots and you know all those things i could do those things man you know just yeah it's really all in me man what i really want to do i'm just so sometimes like i feel like i'm too comfortable you know um people people say that like i've heard that not you know i've heard people mm. say like you know you're you're really comfortable because they can't believe that somebody with I guess, you know, what they perceive as gifts or talents, you know what I'm saying, could just kind of just kick it. Not really give a fuck about it. Mm-hmm. Used to. You mm-hmm. know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just, I know what I really, I yeah. know who I am. I know what life really means, man. You know what I mean? And yeah. Um, that is like, that means more to me than anything, dog. Anything in this Facts. world, bro. You know what I mean, my sanity, Facts. my health, my well-being, bro, like, you know, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, like I'm super good. Um, I, but I do, I do got the bug. I, bro. I got the bug. I want to, I want to drop well, it out. Well, fuck it then. Yeah, you cool. I got yeah. You fuck it then. You gonna? I, Alan already got me back in the lab. So uh-huh. let's get it. And AK is like chomping at the bit. AK losing his mind to work. Um, so yeah. I'm just trying to find a way for us to do it during this damn quarantine, but we definitely gonna get some work in. It's hard enough to get it together. <laughs> that is a fact. Like my, I'm available. My availability is available for those that I make myself available to. You know what I mean? Which is that's true. Which is <laughs> yeah. very, it's it's few. You know what I mean? But for those people, I, I right. am available. You know what I'm saying? And writers block are some of those people. Like. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I'm definitely always available for you. Ain't a question about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a fact. So, that's a fact. Open availability. That's always been a fact, too. And and the thing is, bro, like what you were saying before about being good after having having touched the damn sun. You see what I'm saying? I don't think people understand how much trying to touch the sun mm-hmm. takes out of you and how much touching the sun and having the how much it gives you and how much you how much it takes out of you when you have to try to get back to the right, sun right you see what i'm saying like if it, it, you know the just for me speaking like it took a lot for me to work as hard as we did get the call canal opportunity have that opportunity go as well as it did get as close as we did to the sun and had that shit flame out to get back on my horse and try it again. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. It, it, I, I, I went through a year or a year and a half. I mean, I went through a no full year, like deep depression. Like I was mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I wasn't okay. Like right now, you saying I'm good. Like I didn't feel that way. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I understand. I've what, been through that. 
I had to go through. I don't want, and I don't want to jeopardize. Right, and I don't. Sometimes I don't want to jeopardize not being good. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm at. I'm, okay, that's why I'm talking to. That's why. That's why you said I'm saying because yeah. I feel that. Yeah, you know I mean, like I didn't. I didn't say it to myself like about making beats. It's like I know what I'm capable of when I turn that on, and I don't know if I want to do that to my life again. Yeah, because you, the thing, what you, I, I guess, what you're trying to say is like, like man, like you know what it, you know what it took to get there, and you know what it took to have to get. Like you have mm-hmm. to commend a person even for having these conversations, like the conversations that we having, even about the past, even about like things that we went through, bringing up yeah. all these feelings, all these thoughts, all of these emotions, you know, cause we know what the fuck we went, we know the past, you know what I'm saying? We know what happened. Yeah. So yeah. just to yeah. even be able to talk about it in this light. That's a fact. In this light. I wasn't always able to talk about it like this. I wasn't always able to uh, express my feelings or communicate Hell or, no. you know, translate this shit without, <laughs> you nah. know what I'm Without some anger from me, yeah. without you know what I'm saying, or without yeah. some some regret or some disappointment, you know what I mean. I don't right. feel it now, but I but I also know that when I went to school or whatever, you know what I'm saying, for design, and I and it got further, further, further away from making from being in the studio every day making music, and I just got to a point where I really wasn't making beats, you know what I mean. People was like, you know, once I graduated from school, and I was like, okay, now I have the money to put into my music that's the whole reason i went to school right? right but i knew what my fervor for music was doing to my life socially economically you know what i'm saying like with my with my family didn't matter you see what i'm saying like i was yeah. that's what was most important right and i was and i and everything else be damned if it had to be that's what was most important and i was afraid to put myself back in that zone right right you know, I think I had, I think I had, when you called me responsible early, I think I had gained a little more responsibility and that responsibility fucked me up, nigga. <laughs> that shit fucked me up, nigga, like. <laughs> but hey, it was, it was supposed yeah, to happen. Song it was, <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I listened to that the other day. Yeah, that's right. um, we should put that shit out. The thing is, some of the, uh, no samples, matter Writer's block and world don't have nothing. So, as soon as you're ready to put them shits out, you let me know. We'll get the tracks to you. We gotta do Jack and Jill. Gotta got finish. Some logos we gotta do. We gotta talk, brother. We gotta talk. We gotta yes. talk. Cause you know, bro, we the goats, man. We gotta do. We gotta do something, bro. Hey, the music is done. Matter of fact, we'll fuck around and get that shit to some of these young niggas and let them update the drum. Yeah, because I have I have those people too. I have young drum updaters as well. <laughs> Come on with it dot com. <laughs> Come on with it dot com. I got hey, an arsenal, man. Shoot. Niggas know, man. Come on. Hey, well, let's have some fun. All right, cool. Shit. Let's have hey, some fun. Real. Well, yeah. With that being said, man, I think you think we did enough, Alan. Yeah, I think we covered it. it was a good <laughs> conversation. I learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, my I, I, my apologies. I feel like I completely overran this conversation. Um, I didn't give you enough. I don't feel like I get. I, I didn't double nah, dutch well good. on this one, but I got I got excited, man. Please forgive me. Yeah, um, yeah, no, nah, that's good. We'll definitely. But um, we'll huh? stop it up. Oh yeah, 
Whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready, we could definitely part two this joint. Yeah, let me set some things. I need, I might need to pull some OGs out the woodwork, and we just figure something out, bro. Hey, let's do okay. it. Let's do it. All right. Well, with that being said, um, I'm gonna ask y'all to go to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at Conversate for yeah. a few. Uh, go to Fate Nah. Go to your favorite DSP. I don't care if it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. And make sure you subscribe to Conversate for a few. Rate the show five mics, five stars, or five uh, bars, whichever you are. Um, make sure they always, right? Make sure you share the show with your friend. Uh, that's the only way they're going to know if we're here, if you let them know. You see what I'm saying? Leave some comments for us and let us know what you think about the show. Let us know what you think about this conversation. Did you learn something? Is there something else you want to yeah. know? Give us a reason to bring world back. You know what I mean? For real. <clears throat> and stay tuned for the limited edition Futang Clan merch. I promise it's coming. And when it comes, it's going to have an empty Maxell, empty Sony, empty TDK, or Memorex. I don't know which one, but it will not have any data on it. Uh, it's going to be empty. So you'll be able to download and record, not download, but record your little uh conversate for a few episodes on there Karen with you your walkman uh <laughs> yeah i just want to thank Appreciate you man it. for coming through and chopping it up with us and sharing so much man uh i know the conversation was a little all over the place but i should have listened to be able to follow us man and it was all over like the places that. i took I like it that. it leaves, I, it leaves I got room, excited, like i said you know what i mean um, we got more but we got more to do so it's after all of that being yeah. said i'm jonna um, Alan, this was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few.